When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Hey, everyone. Before we dive into this episode of Purple Daily, where we go through the pros and cons of empty stadium games for the Vikings and Kirk Cousins, Federated Insurance is here as a partner of Purple Daily and Mackie and Judd as well. And they just want to thank business owners out there. It's just been such a tough 60-day period. You business owners in the state of Minnesota are our community partners, our neighbors, our families, our friends. And when you need Federated, Federated is here to help. They've been standing behind local business owners for over 100 years based in Owatonna, Minnesota. And you can find out a lot more information about Federated and how they can help your business with trusted resources during this pandemic at federatedinsurance.com. At Federated Mutual Insurance Company, it's our business to protect yours. All right, welcome in to Purple Daily. I'm Phil Mackey. That's Judd Zolgad. We've got Declan Goff in the house here. And before we dive in here, just want to thank everyone. We have had over 500 new subscribers to our YouTube channel over the past 10 days or 14 days. So thank you to all of you who've jumped on board here, youtube.com slash score north. And on the podcast front, you can find Purple Daily in podcast form on Apple, Spotify, and scorenorth.com and the scorenorth app. And so all the support, it's been a tough couple of weeks for scorenorth with layoffs, but we have picked up the proverbial football and we are pushing it forward as much as we can. And there's a lot of stuff to talk about here as we try to figure out with the NFL schedule out, you know, what will games look like, gentlemen? Will there be fans? In the, will they put 5,000 people in the stands? Will they put nobody in the stands? Virtual fans. And and actually, Joe Buck came out with a tweet yesterday, or Joe Buck was doing an interview with some Andy radio Cohen. show or something. I'm oh, serious. Oh, Andy, Our guy. Yeah, Andy Cohen. Andy Cohen from great. Bravo. Yes. And he said that Fox is going to pipe in crowd noise and music and even like virtual fans on TV. And my biggest question is, will that crowd noise be pumped in just through Fox's production for people watching at home? Right. Or will home teams be able to try and rekindle some sort of a noise advantage like the Vikings used to do in 1998 or allegedly will will home teams be pumping in crowd noise do we know uh no but Joe Buck's comments to Andy Cohen make it look like it would basically be um the networks using the noise and virtual fans that people at home would see it doesn't make it clear and so my guess my guess is that they would not necessarily be piping in that noise to the stadium in which they're playing but they're trying to give the people at home a thought that there's an atmosphere to the game, which is sort it of odd. awfully patronizing. But as I told, but as I told you, the Masters 
has been doing this for years because it came out, if you Google it, that some of the bird noises uh, at Augusta were fake. See, you told me that before the show. And I, I am I, I am a huge I golf fan. I watch all the majors from front to back. I, know I am do. shocked by this. You're telling me that the Masters is pumping in bird noises. I'm saying that there have been noises uh, pumped in via CBS on the Masters. The Masters. Are they are you. they CGIing the azaleas and the flowers too? Is as, it all a sham? Are they golfing at like Como and Saint Paul? As we speculated, <laughs> CGI. Fred bridges. Richards, the old par three any dinah is where the Masters is actually held. You just don't know it. <laughs> They're just CGIing everything. Okay, in, I'm looking at a story here, um, dated April 7, thousand sixteen. The Masters birds you hear chirping during the coverage are fake, according to multiple what? observers who claim CBS was busted years ago funneling fake chirps. And the magnolias are blooming. Welcome back to Welcome back to the Masters. Fox's coverage of Vikings and Saints. We when go down to field level right now. Or the skull chant. Skull. Boom, boom. Skull. Oh, this is very disturbing. There are claims that a bird expert busted CBS in 2000, about in the year 2000, about this. I don't even know what's real and what's not anymore. You were shattered my world. You were, I think it's safe to say, crestfallen Gosh. when you found out that CBS wasn't necessarily being up front. So how do you think the Vikings specifically will be impacted? Let's say, let's say we're not pumping in crowd noise. We're not putting cardboard cutouts of fans. Like whatever Fox wants to do, that's cool. But let's say in the actual stadium sure. where the actual game is being played. Yep. You can basically hear a pin drop. Yep. There's not there's not fans and maybe there's a few people here and there, but like there's there's not enough like there's not impactful it's like atmosphere a, in the it's stadium. It's like a high school an empty high school football game. There's it's coaches like a, yelling, players are cheering. It's like a twins a game from nineteen ninety eight, basically. Exactly right. Exactly yeah. right. Um so let's start with the downside. There is no doubt in my mind, and I don't think that this is is breaking news to say, that in the Metrodome and then U.S. Bank Stadium, which also is a very loud venue that holds in noise really well. Mm -hmm. There's no doubt in my mind that the Vikings defense has benefited immensely through the years because of the crowd noise generated by the home fans. And furthermore, there's no doubt in my mind that aside from very few quarterbacks, there have been some pretty good quarterbacks who have been completely flustered because the place gets so loud. They've got to go to the silent count. The, The same type of thing that the Vikings have experienced at times when they've gone and played in the Superdome in New Orleans. So on the downside, I don't think there's any way that you can say at home that the Vikings defense is going to be the same if they don't have the benefit of that deafening noise on opposing teams and quarterbacks in particular. Yeah, I think communication is really the key here, right? And Mm -hmm. if you look at offense, I think think there's sort of two components. There's the Vikings defense and how they will be affected – based on the opposing quarterback and offense being able to communicate better and get off their snap cons. And then on the flip side, it's Kirk Cousins. And I, I found this quote that we went over a couple months ago here now. Let's let's go to the Kirk Cousins angle here. He said, quote, about potentially playing games in front of empty stadiums. Honestly, we practice every day in an empty grass area and pump in fake crowd noise for away games, but more often than not, you're used to it. OTA practices don't have a lot of pomp and circumstance to them. So honestly, to go out and just play the game would kind of be refreshing. And of course, like that kind of would kind of be refreshing quote got put into headlines on pro football talk and yeah. made it sound like Kirk Cousins hates Vikings fans and like, no. But he said it'd be a breath of fresh air to just let us know when we don't have all the smoke and fire, we can just play football. So as long as we're playing the game, 
I won't have a lot of complaints, and hopefully it's still uh, hopefully it's still not returned to normal, so we can or that it'll return to normal, so we can find uh, a way to make it work here. And so I, I think the Vikings defense would definitely be impacted because quarterbacks that are going to come in here are not are, you're not going to have to go with silent snap counts. Think about the advantage you have if you're if you're Daniil Hunter, and it's a silent snap count because you got seventy thousand people going crazy. Mm-hmm. And you can essentially get that extra split second off the line of scrimmage. It definitely results in extra pressures and an advantage for the Vikings defense. But on the flip side, I think Kirk Cousins' biggest deficiencies are him on the road getting swallowed up a little bit by moments, right? If you look at, I went back his his two years with the Vikings. If you look at his worst clunker games as a Minnesota Viking, the games that we just like afterwards, you're just like me specifically out on Kirk Cousins. What is this guy doing? There's six of them, and five of them are road games. One's the Buffalo game from 2018 that they just got their asses kicked for no reason against the terrible Buffalo Bills team. But the other five games are at Chicago in 2018 and then at Chicago again early last year, which resulted in all the Stephon Diggs drama. At New England in 2018 was a huge clunker. At Green Bay last year, especially at the end, was a huge clunker. And then the San Francisco game in the playoffs on the road now, obviously, a lot of those games, San Francisco, New England, I mean, you could make a case for all those games. You're playing against tough defenses. You're playing against great coaches and, and Hall of Fame opposing quarterbacks and a couple of them. So you can't blame all of those clunkers on just, hey, he gets overwhelmed with crowd noise and the road and the environment. Right. But if you were to strip all those things away and play in Soldier Field or strip all those things away and, and play at Lambeau and say, listen, it is empty, baby, and so the only thing you have to worry about is that defense over there. Just like it's a scrimmage. Interesting. I think he's. I, I think he's going to be better without crowd noise. The Vikings defense takes a hit, but I think Kirk Cousins gets better if there are no crowds in those road environments in 2020. And I am very curious to see it. That might be true, and yet I think the curiosity is completely justified. I guess my question about the home games also becomes this. When you bring in the litany of quarterbacks that the Vikings are going to face at home, I think part of the reason why we have confidence in the Vikings is because of the crowd noise. So if if you strip away the crowd noise now, and and um, the flip side is, just like Cousins on the road, those quarterbacks can work with no noise, they get an advantage. The other thing that hurts the Vikings, no doubt, as well, too, is we are talking about a team that's lost, what, potentially five defensive starters? Mm-hmm. And so now young players, without the benefit of the noise, which can throw opposing teams off um, to what we just talked about, communication, now their communication is going to be perfect against said young players. So I think it goes both ways. I The Cousins factors that you bring up, I'm curious to see. I agree with that statement. The Vikings defense playing at home with no noise, I think definitely gets hurt. And and in in fact, I would say that if we were to go through the top five teams impacted at home games by no fans, the Vikings definitely make that top five list. Who are the other ones? Is it it mostly indoor stadium teams? New Orleans for sure. No, no, I went, I I go New Orleans for sure. And this is not uh, one through five. It's just five teams. So I'm not giving my order here. Seattle, most certainly. That's an outdoor stadium, but it's built so that the noise stays in, mm-hmm. and that is an intimidating, loud place. In fact, Vikings advantage Vikings. Then I agree completely. Yeah. Uh, Kansas City can be incre- incredibly loud. That's like a college atmosphere. Denver, they can make noise. I'm torn. What's your thought on the Packers? I'm torn there. the The Packer fan base is really good. Lambeau Field is a historic, really cool stadium. 
I've never thought of it as a house of noise horrors, though. Have no, you? I've, and maybe I'm wrong on this, but the Packers' success for 30 years has been controlled by Hall of Fame quarterbacks mostly. Not that they haven't had some great defenses, but when you go into Lambeau, I, I think in order, the things that impact road teams, Hall of Fame quarterback, cold weather once you get past Thanksgiving, just not being used to playing, especially like what was Tampa Bay's record for 30 years yep. in games under 40 degrees or whatever. Like they were oh for three decades. Uh, and then crowd noise, like there's definitely atmosphere inside Lambeau Field. But yeah, I, 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 you look at, look, like, look at some of these road games the Vikings are going to play. And imagine at Seattle in week five, as I pull up the schedule here, and you don't have to worry about that place being off the charts with loud, like impossible to hear audibles at the line of scrimmage. If you can right. play a game in Seattle and Kirk Cousins can survey the defense and then clearly communicate with 10 seconds on the play clock to his offensive lineman, to running back, to wide receivers, hey guys, we're going to change this play up Not here. throw backwards. We're going to do an actual, yeah, not throw backwards. We're going to do an actual snap count. Yep. To keep yeah. them at, to keep the defenders at bay. I'm with you. Like th- that game at Seattle with no fans becomes much more of a 50 50 game. I think if there's if it's a full stadium and everything we know about the Vikings in that stadium and everything we know about Kirk Cousins in prime time and on the road, it's like 70 percent Seahawks win that game, if not more. Mm-hmm. With no fans, that's a coin flip game. At Chicago, kind of the same thing. Like that crowd gets raucous, and that stadium kind of has the like it, it keeps the noise in yeah, at Soldier Field. Spaceship, yeah. New Orleans on the road. That's a big advantage not to have fans in that place. I mean, it is. And then you look at the home games here. On the flip side, though, the Vikings are so great at flustering young quarterbacks at U.S. Bank State. Hell, they've even flustered Drew Brees I was say, and Rodgers, veteran quarterbacks in that place. But you look at you know when some of these young guys come in, and it's like. Just, they have no chance because it's overwhelming, it's loud, they, they they already are having trouble processing NFL defenses because they haven't been in the league for 10 years, um, and, and now they're going on a silent snap count that gives Everson Griffin, you know, and we'll see if he comes back, and Daniil Hunter a chance to get off the ball earlier. So I'm going through this schedule now, and all right, well, Gardner Minshew comes to town in week 13, and ordinarily I would say, young quarterback coming into U.S. Bank Stadium, good luck, buddy. Well, if Gardner Minshew can take an extra 15 seconds to survey things and communicate clearly to wide receivers on the edge and then do an actual snap count that keeps Daniel Hunter at bay. Absolutely, yeah, it's a big advantage. But I I think overall, as much as there are disadvantages for the Vikings defense with no crowd, I think the advantage to Kirk Cousins with with some of these road games specifically is a great... I, I think the Vikings come out with a greater advantage, believe it or not, because their road schedule gets easier. I am curious... If for the sake of um, the players and to create atmosphere, if they will allow, ultimately, if they're not fans in the stands, and I certainly don't expect that there will be uh, to start the season. So, you know, let's say the first couple months at the very, very least, Phil. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be curious to see if the league does allow home teams to somehow control some type of noise device. Um just pumping ACDC well, for like thirty well, here, straight minutes. Here's the one. Here's <laughs> the one imagine? thing. Here's the one thing that actually gets interesting. If media is allowed in the stadium to cover games from the press box, okay, if you have no fans there, we're going to be able, if we're there, to hear everything that coaches and players basically bark out. Like, if Zim melts down, it's going to be, and, and you can't tell Mike, hey, Mike, don't melt down. He's 64. He's going to melt down. So would they try to also put some type of noise into the stadium 
So if you are in that, if if you are in the few people who are allowed in, but not part of the uh, traveling entourage of that team to drown out the no, you know, because look, if if um, cousin screws up right, and Thielen goes melts down, he has before right, and he starts screaming at Kirk, which he has done before. If you got no noise, we're going to hear everything Thielen says. Did you just keep like a continuous? Vikings horn playing just on loop. Could you allow some type of fan of some type of controlled fan noise? Seriously. Like, what What would a Vikings home game be like without this chant, too? I don't like it. It's super weird. Uh, hold on a second. This chant is how old now? Four years old? Three years? I can tell you <laughs> right now. it was now. a brief ripoff from Iceland. It'd be glorious if they didn't have that chant. But I do like the Vikings. You don't I do like, like the, the chant. You don't like right. the skull chant. I don't like the skull chant, but I do like the whole... I love the Gallahorn, so, okay... Can I also point out that like the cadence of boom boom skull is the exact same as go pack go. So when Packer oh, fans boy. tell us, oh boy, <laughs> wanted producer for purple no, daily. It it frustrates me because they're like, oh, it's a stupid chant. It's the same chant as yours. Go pack go. Hmm. Boom boom. Hold on skull. a second. Play it again. Play it again. Back to back. Go, Pat, go. It's are, you same. Saying, are you saying that, we, that we've that we ripped off no. the skull chant from nope. Iceland and the Green Bay Packers? <laughs> no, we, we ripped it off from it's, Iceland. It's a fact we've ripped it off from Iceland. No question. My point is, Packer fans that think it's a dumb chant, it's the same cadence and the oh, same chant. Oh, I got chant. you. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But Packer fans are also just drunk all the time. Well, so they don't even really know what they're doing. Hey, they're back in the bar about. right now. Okay, everything's yeah, They're all COVID-19's back in the bar. COVID-19's done, guys. <laughs> COVID-19's <laughs> over. Time to go to the bar. Just like, oh, I can go back to my... Local PBR uh, establishment. All right, great. So, all right, well, I I, so far, I think it's an advantage for the Vikings because the road you allow noise easier. If if you are Roger Goodell, do you allow some type of device of piped in noise that it's not going to get completely obnoxious, but <laughs> will give so the home weird. the home team some natural noise, and then I don't know, could it could go both ways. I think there will be. I think what will happen is. Roger Goodell is going to allow stadium operations to continue like you know, you're Viking. You want to play your Vikings horns. You want to you want to do your everything that you would normally do. Big moment on third down and you start you know, until the play clock reaches like 15 or something. Then I think they have to shut it off. But like you want to pump this. I think teams are going to abuse that advantage. But I think I think you're going to have to stop it because doesn't the NFL have a rule in stadiums like you have to stop the noise. At like twenty seconds on the play clock or something. I have to look at what the I, I You can't just correct. be like cranking noise. Oh, I'm Thunderstruck sure, yeah. can't be playing when you're at the line of scrimmage. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but but maybe they'll allow it and it'll be amazing if they do. Can you imagine Thunderstruck just being played for sixty straight minutes of an NFL game? No, no, God, no! Don't even suggest that. Rockers. Either one of you. <laughs> All right, that's a wrap on this episode of Purple Daily. Thank you for watching on youtubecom north and thank you for listening on the Purple Daily podcast feed on Apple, Spotify, and scorenorth.com. We'll see you next time. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone.